0: Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. And you're going to love today's topic because it's all about people, the hot topic of the year, and how... They impact everything about your business and your life. So let's start at the beginning. Hello, business rock stars. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I am your host today. I'm a tenured master business coach and strategist for almost 20 years now, and I'm the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., the coaching practice, specializing in guiding small business to optimize your business's performance and leadership. And you know, I take this small business thought leader thing pretty seriously because I'm all about improving the underserved small business sector. Honestly believe that you small businesses are the accelerant of our economy. So much so that I created inadvertently a number one best-selling business book series for small businesses. Don't worry, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But most importantly, I really want you to understand I didn't do it alone. And all good things need more than one person to create them. So I invited tenured experts to join me in the authoring process. And today we have with us one of those number one brilliant practicing authors. Number one best-selling business author and number one international best-selling author, Susan McKeston. She's in the house. Whoop, 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 whoop. (laughs) Hey there Maggie. Hey there. Hi there. How there? <laughs> you
1: welcome uh, as can be. M-S-S-K-U-I-M.
0: Come on, finish it. M-O-U-S-E. There you go. Okay. And that's a little bit about her. Oh my God, Do- that might have been the first time I sang in public. Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh no, you've sang in public before. Maybe not just with a microphone. <laughs> uh, uh. Okay, everyone, Susan McCuston is a rock star, and it's important for you to know who she is because she's been in a couple of our books. She was an author in volume two and in volume four. And Susan works with businesses and community leaders to build the skills needed to connect with people on a more human level in order to build more compassionate, resilient, and Successful Organizations. She's known as a humanitarian uh, for her approach in diversity and inclusion. Pretty cool, congratulations to you, Susan. Thanks, Maggie, thank you. Okay, and there's something else that's going on. We're, We're doing things a little different in our last episode, which was 188, and this one, which is 189, to wrap up Susan's mini series in our podcast, is we're focusing on The 12 Steps to Diversity Recovery. Now, you might be saying, okay, but I'll tell you why. Susan has wrote about these 12 steps in each one of the volumes she was in, volume two and four in our series. And she actually has her own book coming out on June 16th, 2021. And it's titled, The D Word. 12 steps to diversity recovery. It sounds so ominous.
1: It does, doesn't it?
0: A it D word.
1: Create, they always say create intrigue with your titles. Right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay, so everyone, I'll give you a little secret. The D stands for diversity. Okay, and we need 12 steps to recover from it, apparently. And Susan's going to explain that in a minute. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> well, that's a fact all day long. Okay. <laughs> and, and I know that oh, because God. I've... I've had the privilege of being able to uh, review Susan's book and it's it's really fabulous and what we need right now. So here's the really cool thing. On June 16th, we're going to encourage you to go out to Amazon. Well, it'll be in many places, but Amazon might be the easiest. Mm-hmm. And um, go purchase the D word because you will be glad that you did. Should we just dive into everything? Because and pickups sort of like where we left off. Let's go, Maggie. Okay, so this is part two, but let's start with something just in case people didn't hear episode 188. Why do we need the 12 steps to diversity recovery, Susan?
1: Why why recovery?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Well, cause we need it. <laughs> I know we do. Cause we just do. Hey, hey, man. Um,
1: no, I, you know, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, one of the things I've discovered in all my years in this work is people still don't really understand what diversity and inclusion is. And I think the ideas around it get twisted. Uh, you know, last episode, we talked about the first five steps and those are are those basically kind of hone in on what I consider the top five diversity myths. Uh Um, But we also tend to kind of throw it around as insults, you know, oh, you're biased, you're privileged, right? We just pick up these words and, we talk about identity politics and things like that. And honestly, everybody's just really tired of this stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, even the people doing it are kind of tired of it, you know, myself included, every once in a while, because it's just, it, it, it feels everything's so polarized. We're, we're fighting against each other. And I just, I, I believe that we need to find a more humanitarian approach to diversity and inclusion. And so that's really what the recovery
0: piece is about. Great. Now, in last episode, we discussed step one through five. Mm
1: -hmm. Today,
0: we're going to continue and we're going to do step six through 12. And we don't have a script for this, folks. This is just, you know, a real conversation.
1: (laughs) 12 steps that I'm still committing to memory.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, give yourself a little credit. You've been working on this for decades. You've been consistent with your messaging. Now you just crystallize it into this these 12 steps. So you know, you got a, a, a new way of expressing it. Yes. Yeah. So you know, um, you are a tenured expert at what you do. Let's let's make sure everybody gets that this isn't Susan just saying, whoo let's talk about this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 20, 25 years of this stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: dedicated your life and all your research to this. So let's start with step six. What is it? ah
1: all right so these um next seven steps are really focused on building helping you build skills to um become more compassionate uh, in your interactions with others and so this first uh this first step six this this first part of the second half (laughs) step six we work to build a better understanding of ourselves because knowing who we are is key to understanding each other.
0: Knowing who we are is key to understanding each other. So we we need to work to know thyself, said the oracle, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is really all about self-awareness. You know, part of this connects a little bit to step one. And, you know, we talked about the us and the them and we have to recognize, you know, that diversity isn't all about them. Mm
0: -hmm. That
1: again, we are all diverse. I think we talked about that in step two, right? We are, we are all diverse. Right. And who am I, what has formed my perspectives uh, in, in this world? And, you know, how do other people reflect back to me some of my own uh, behavior? So this really is about self-awareness.
0: Okay. And you unpack that very nicely in that chapter. so nice. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, Thank you. Okay. So what's step seven?
1: Step seven, we discover we can remain true to ourselves while allowing others the space to be true to themselves. And so this step really gets focused in
0: on uh, authenticity okay um we remain true to ourselves while allowing others a space to remain true to themselves right yep okay yeah how do we do that well this is
1: really about this idea we talked in the last one about we, can, we share values and we can have very different expressions for the same value. Right. And so often when we talk about authenticity, people mean, people think of it as, oh, that means I just, I, I'm just, I am who I am no matter where I'm at kind of stuff, right? Um, it means that we act the same way in all situations. And that's just not true. Like we just don't. We don't act the same way at work that we do with our family, that we mine in our local community groups or at our, our faith organizations. We just don't, we don't act the same because the context of things is different. And so this step is really about understanding the context that we're in, that we share values. And because of the context that we're in, we may express those values in different ways. And that's okay, that doesn't mean we're not being authentic. What it means is we're allowing people space to understand the context and more space to, you know, broaden their ideas about what these values might mean.
0: Oh, okay. I get it. So um, uh, last week, my husband's father passed away. So we went to get a black suit for him. We have every color except black. Now we have that. And (laughs) while we were there, uh the gentleman who was helping us find the right suit all great fine and dandy and uh then there was someone else who finished up with their person and he started cutting jokes with us and i i you know i gave him a nice statement and hoped he would have left us but he didn't he kept mucking it up and it was just like you know any other day those were funny yeah. any other day it was hilarious yeah. but if for some reason he wasn't picking up the vibe we weren't appreciating him and you know because we were in a different space had we gone there a week earlier we would have been mucking it up with him it's yeah. context
1: it really is context and you know it made me aware as you were giving that example maggie thank you that really these these principles are written steps six through twelve. Well, they're all written in the in the order they are, is very mindful of that as I as I wrote them. And had that salesperson had awareness, they would have recognized that, right? And so while he may have been feeling that he was being authentic in, you know, sharing his jokes and all that kind of stuff, what he did lack. Was that awareness from step six about the context of this first of what he was doing and then second, the authenticity, the context, the situation from this step.
0: Right, right. So it's it's a little different and we need to be mindful of this. Yeah. Yeah. And pardoning. Right.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's step def- uh Yep, I'm getting sorry. Preview,
0: preview, alert. Wait, spoiler alert,
1: spoiler alert. Oh. I just did it. Darn
0: it. I was trying not to. I, I said we're doing this off the cuff. So here we are. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next step, please. <laughs> Before okay. I- move on. <laughs> you are not, we are not the droids you're looking
1: for. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> along step eight step eight we cultivate the humility to admit we don't know all the answers and to ask the questions we need to ask in order to learn
0: somebody might be saying what
1: yeah this is about vulnerability
0: oh that's why people might be saying what yeah
1: Humility, um, the humility to admit we don't know all the answers. I think that especially for leaders and business owners, this might be one of the hardest things to stand in front of a group or say to somebody, I don't know.
0: But but can I give a clue? Uh Being one of those leaders, the next thing you say is I don't know, comma,
1: I will find out. yes
0: (laughs) and you follow up on it (laughs) yes you follow up on it please right and that that oh you are a rock star when you do that yeah yeah okay so vulnerability yep we just need to go there we're all human we're vulnerable
1: we are all human. Yeah. Wasn't that one of the earlier steps, too? right? Oh, We're see, coming. it's all starting you to come know, It all there. kind of leaps back. Okay. That. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's. Well, and yeah, one of the things I shared here really is I was talking to an executive a few years ago, and um, he said to me, You know, Susan, most of what I learned about this stuff, I learned by stepping in it. <laughs> and I told him, Welcome to the club. Cause that's how we learn. It's how we learn. And, you know, how do we find that grace to pick ourselves up again and just to continue on?
0: Right. Right. You know, and, and it is one of those points where if we don't allow people to see us in those vulnerable moments, they're not connecting with us. We're not connecting with them.
1: Nobody's perfect all the time. I was just talking to another group this morning about this, right? Nobody can expect anybody else to be perfect all the time because none of us are. Right. And we learn best
0: by screwing up. (laughs) I, (laughs) I, I screwed up a lot while I was developing my um, new website with my webmaster. And, and I would say things that were just silly and, and some point blank foolish and I knew better and he would just start laughing at me and I'd say oh thanks for letting me um thanks for allowing me to introduce you to my inner doofus <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love it. And and, it's, and then, you know, if it happened again later, I'm like, oh, the inner doofus escaped again. <laughs> <You're> I <right. laughs> just had fun with it because it was like, oh my gosh, I knew better and I was saying these silly things. So um even when we don't know better, we say silly things. Yeah. And let's all laugh together instead of, you know, battling with one another. Yeah, through everything. This is beautiful. You ready for I'm ready for another step. Are you
1: step nine? Are we on step nine already? Oh, my goodness! Step nine. We maintain non judgment and curiosity when we see someone behave differently in word, action or deed.
0: We maintain Non judgment and curiosity. So there's an assumption that we have achieved non judgment and curiosity. <laughs> well,
1: hopefully, if you work steps one to eight, you're ready for this one. Uh, okay. Yes, okay,
0: indeed. Okay, indeed. so Fair essentially, enough. this means everybody has to jump off social media for a while to achieve <laughs> this one. <laughs>
1: it's it's about it's about open-mindedness yes it is is not just one way to see the world and we see through our own perspective our own lens our own experiences you know really kind of um i want to call it goofy story that i do uh, that i explained at the beginning of this chapter it's like you know I, i grew up out west you know i grew up in vegas i grew up with um you know, the wildlife there was, uh, you know, quail, roadrunners. Every once in a while, we'd get a rattlesnake in the backyard, um, occasional scorpion. Um, that was kind of my experience of animals in, quote unquote, in the wild, right? <laughs> that, that was it. And so it's those like Western kind of things you see. Well, I was in, um, on vacation in Barbados. And I was standing on the porch and I heard this, like this rustling going on in the trees. And I looked and I just, I saw nothing. I saw nothing. And the rustling continued and I looked and nothing. The third time I looked, all of a sudden this monkey came (laughs) into focus in the trees. Hmm. And as soon as I saw that one monkey, all of a sudden I saw Oh, there's mom and a baby on the wall. And there are two youngsters playing at the foot of the tree. Dad was up in the tree. And, you know, that open-mindedness, that curiosity, like monkeys in the wild, like monkeys are something I saw in the zoo. They weren't in the wild. And so it took my brain a minute to get to a place that it could actually even see the monkeys. hmm Right. And so that's that idea of open-mindedness. I, I didn't have this idea. And, and now, oh, I'm in a different context. It's a whole different game over here. And just because something hasn't happened to me doesn't mean it hasn't happened to somebody else. I can't negate somebody else's experience because it hasn't happened to me. And that's really what this open-mindedness is about.
0: Okay. So I think you just pretty much gave us what we need for step nine. Shall we jump to step 10?
1: All right. Step 10. It is. Ah, We notice when we feel good, we are in alignment with our beliefs, values, and expectations. When we don't feel good, we aren't in alignment.
0: <laughs> when we don't feel good, we aren't in alignment. That's sort pretty of funny. straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, this again is about being aware, self-awareness.
1: Well, it's about using our emotion. It's about emotional intelligence. It's about using our emotions to help us understand where we might be, excuse me, again, in alignment with our expectations and our values and where we might be out of alignment. If I go back to, you know, in the last episode, we talked about this idea of look at me when I'm talking to you compared to you know, look away and both of them both mean respect. Well, if I look at me and somebody's not looking at me, well, what do I start feeling? If I start feeling it. very frustrated. They're not looking at me and I might, that might build up to anger. Why aren't they looking at me? Are they lying? What's going on here? And so what does that mean? It means I'm out of alignment of my expectations about what the value of respect, what the behavior of respect means. I'm out of alignment because they're not looking, they're not looking at me. So what I got to do is use that and say, okay, wait a minute, what's out of alignment here? Why am I frustrated? Well, because they're not looking at me. Oh, maybe that's a different expression of respect that I'm not familiar with. I've got to get back in alignment with what are the expectations? What are the values? We share a value of respect this might just be a different expression of it.
0: Sure, and that's in s- steps further back, so that yeah. makes sense. Yep. Okay, so I can't imagine what step eleven is going to bring.
1: Step eleven is volume two of BBB Brilliant Biz Book. <laughs> Step 11 that uh, played a big role in, in, in this chapter, uh, step 11, we remember learning about ourselves and others often happens through making mistakes. We grant ourselves and others grace when we mess up. And so this really is about the compassion, the forgiveness, um, pardoning is, as you call it ourselves and others when we mess up, uh, it's about letting go. How do we let go?
0: Oh, we need much more practice of this. Yeah. Letting go. Yeah. And that's what will free us. So. Yeah.
1: And our ideas about how things should be or shouldn't be, you know, again, the, the um, you know, we have this idea of we have to be quick, quick to action and, you know, we want to help people. But again, have we even asked if they wanted our help? You know, do we even know what they need for help? And we see aid, um, you know, disaster happens and people, oh, let's send, you know, food and clothing. And really what those, those uh, disaster agencies need is, is money. We send food and clothing. What happens is they've got to divert their resources now to manage all the food and clothing coming in when maybe that's not even what's needed in that area. And so a lot of it either doesn't get to the right place or just kind of gets put to the side when, when it's more helpful to just send the money. So the disaster agency can use it based on what they need in that, um, in that area.
0: You know, that's a really good example. And I have a friend who does an enormous amount of work. Yeah. Once there's disasters, she shows up globally and she said, we when everybody just poured into haiti mm. it actually did more harm than good yeah. And, yeah and they said really listen to what the agencies are saying they need and and the answer will always be money and there may be yeah. something else but that yeah. because they have such great purchasing power to get what it is that their people need so yeah. you know that's a, that's a really practical point to mention here and then obviously in the chapter you share all sorts of other things yeah give us a little tough love on that don't you
1: well yeah you know we really do have to let go of a a lot of things boy you know sometimes well not sometimes I, I think anybody who you know does teaching or consulting you discover that you learn more and I think in this process for me a lot of this was you know revisiting these concepts and what is it that I'm not letting go of, you know, and sometimes it is an idea, you know, this idea of, oh, let me send some, you know, let me help by sending some clothes or something like that. Sometimes it's it's even a person. And, and that can be, you know, a person who's harmful um you know to us and, and our psyche. Uh, it could be a situation. Um, but these are expectations, ideas, things like that, you know, letting go of them is really important.
0: Okay and we're all going to mess up and we are all going to mess up yeah back to that right Mm -hmm. yes that's that's a common thread here too so (laughs) yeah they
1: all they really do interweave i think that's the other thing i really discovered as i was i was putting this together you know I, i i talked about these often discreetly um but i really recognized in writing this how much they do come back how much you know i have a belief that learning is circular circular anyway right you just kind of you know cycle through and move back and learn new things but this is and you'll see that a lot in this in this book it does kind of cycle back and reference back and reference forward and you know think about this and kind of stuff
0: ponder ponder ponder
1: oh yeah i'm a thinker
0: (laughs) (laughs) well contemplation is important And you invite us to step into that with each one of these steps and perhaps (laughs) no more than what you ask us to step into with step 12, right?
1: Yeah. Step 12. We know learning is a lifelong journey. We commit to taking the necessary time to build better connections in all our relationships
0: lifelong journey okay
1: it ain't over at the end of this book man
0: <laughs> or no woman men, or no they mom. or whoever's listening people people. Yeah, that's people people okay so so what you're saying is we continue to practice we
1: continue to practice we continue to learn um it's you know learn unlearn relearn uh right that's that's the purpose really that's the purpose of life
0: okay so practice 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 life is an experiment indeed okay but the key is that we commit to working to advance that correct
1: yeah absolutely
0: so i know that you expound on all of this and you take us on some great examples stories you give us a little tough love on all these you say hello Wake up, people! Wake up! Let's get with it. You know, it's it's not what you think it is. There's more going on here, yeah. Um, throughout your book, and it's it's absolutely wonderful. I've had the the privilege of reviewing it, so thank you for that, Susan. Yeah, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. I do too. <laughs> man, oh man, oh man! Do I have a lot of work to do?
1: <laughs> welcome, welcome to the club, Maggie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. It's a club that. Um, hopefully everybody joins us in at least everyone who's listening okay now um those are the 12 steps and I want to share with you in episode 188 we talk about how the 12 steps are founded uh not founded they're founded in your work Susan okay Mm -hmm. you uh gave our book series the privilege and honor of sharing that in volume two and four in your chapters. So I wanna thank you for that. If you've read those, you're already dialed in. Uh, Volume four, Susan's chapter is the hidden cost of doing business. She takes all this and she moves it for you to look through the lens of your business on what you can focus on. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, Maggie. All right. Wish there was more, but there isn't. 12 enough. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can take 12's right now. 12's enough. <laughs> there, well, there's plenty more, of course, but uh <laughs> we'll just stick with 12. Continuous learning. 12. <laughs> yes. That's the bonus round, right? The, the <laughs> right. asterisk. <laughs>
1: yeah. Go back to step one.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'll do it again. See yeah. what you learned. Okay, so so you are a rock star. Thank you for taking the endless hours to take your decades of work and research and compile it into your own book. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we need this. Um, I hope everybody who's listening gets a copy of it, whether it's on release day or after. Release day would be nice for Susan. Um, But we want to make sure that you're using it don't just buy it apply it ah there that's a good one don't just buy it apply it oh you heard it here first okay so everyone and one thing i'm sorry
1: maggie with regard to that one thing every chapter i do have a portal out there so if you buy the book you get access to the portal which has all kinds of exercises and resources and stuff like that 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 you can use to actually activate all of these steps
0: Okay so it's interactive. It is interactive. Woohoo! Cool 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 we like playing. Okay so listeners you can learn more engage with our number one international best-selling author Susan McCustin. Start by reading chapter three in volume four. The Hidden Cost of Doing Business is the chapter title. The book title is Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And keep in mind, volume four is the one with the amethyst cover. Um, because, boy, we have four. It's, it's a fancy
1: it's, way of saying purple.
0: Yes, it is a fancy way of saying purple. But it really is amethyst, not purple. <laughs> it's a shade of purple. So
1: okay, there's um, a piece in my book about shades of colors and seeing shades of colors in word and language,
0: so... Oh, okay. All right. So, um, also in volume four, go ahead at the end of the chapter, Susan has an author page, and she has a beautiful invitation that she's uh, giving you it's a seven day challenge right Susan i'm thinking yeah that that yeah that challenge actually covers steps
1: 6 through 12 so yeah a good portion of that you'll you will see in um in in the book and in the portal as well
0: beautiful and then she has all of her social media handles all that good stuff right there at the end of her chapter but here's the other really cool thing right now you can get a hold of the of our books and a hold of susan mccustham by going to our books app which is free brilliant biz book brilliant biz book and once you download it you can uh, click on the feature that's ask an expert you'll see susan McCustion's name there type it in ask make sure that you ask that question because she'll reply back to you i think that's a pretty cool bonus and i'll, I'll save you a ton of writing in our show notes we have all of susan's other episodes you may want to start with episode 58 right at the beginning. So you get in the groove of how she's thinking, because this is very different. It's uh, diversity for the 21st century. And I love that. And Susan, thank you for your time and wisdom sharing.
1: Indeed. Thank
0: you, Maggie. All right, and listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next week.